What's up everybody? Welcome to the Fitness Realty channel. My name is TJ McClelland and I'm the broker. I'm super excited to share all the things we have planned with you. So sit back, strap in, and let's have some fun. What's up everybody? This is episode 45. Woo! I cannot believe we're already at episode 45. So thank you for watching. Thanks for supporting us. I just love you guys really and honestly and truly from me to you. I want to say thank you. We can't do this without you. So I just really want to make sure that you know how much I appreciate your support. Okay, so episode 45, we're going to be talking about one of the biggest pain points and then what we can do about it. Maybe this is going to be me walking around on a tangent a little bit. So in the real estate market, you guys are seeing it, right? There's uncertainty out there. There's heartache out there. There's fear, right? Fear is a big, big word. And that kind of makes us feel all cringy on the inside, right? We just don't know what's going to happen. There are a lot of things happening in the world. And that makes people fearful. The stock market's kind of crazy. Real estate market's kind of crazy. Job market's kind of crazy. Government kind of crazy. I don't know if you're noticing, but lots of stuff is kind of crazy. <laughs> and so we're seeing that kind of fearful state around a lot of places. And that's kind of creating this really weird conundrum out there. So over the last two years, or t uh, maybe let's say three years, you could literally put your house up on the market, shoot some cell phone pictures and uh, get 15 offers the first weekend, right? The real estate market was super hot, insane, crazy. People were chucking money at the industry. People were chucking money at offers. They were chucking crazy stipulations in their contracts. Like case in point, we had a client of ours and in their offer, they wanted to offer to the sellers that they would take them on a private pilot or a private plane and fly them around Salt Lake City so they could see the city and um, and take a take a ride. So what was interesting is that the clients got the offer accepted. And I don't know if it was strictly because of that Salt Lake City air flight or ride or what I don't know what you want to call it private flight, but it did put them above the other offers and they got selected. And so you were seeing crazy stuff like that. We had appraisal gaps as well, where people were saying, hey, we'll cover appraisal gaps over 60,000. We'll do a hundred grand over asking price plus 50 grand in appraisal gaps. So that was a crazy time. The inventory was really tight. It was a completely hot seller's market, right? I've never seen conditions like that where it was such a seller's market. I've never seen the pendulum swing that far. So that was that was insane. And I don't know if we'll ever see a time like that again, where it's such a hot seller's market. There was a lot of factors that came into play there. Obviously, low interest rate, extra stimulus money, lots of spending from the government. And so that created this wave of capital that people had in their pocket. So they were just hammering down and trying to get every offer they could accepted in the real estate market. And then there just weren't that many sellers. And so the inventory was super tight. So you had, let's say 35 buyers for every home trying to chase the same inventory. And so you had this insane seller's market. So now we've kind of swung back the other way. I'm hoping that we see kind of an equilibrium. The real estate market does work the best when it is equal sellers to equal buyers and maybe fluctuating just a little bit in, in that realm where maybe it's a little buyer's market, a little seller's market. But when we swing the pendulum one way or the other, it really can get fearful and get weird where people just can't get the things that they want to do accomplished in that market. And so we're really kind of seeing that, right? 
We had the interest rate hikes. Oops. We've seen the Fed uh, raise the rates on interest uh, that's bank to bank. And then obviously you're seeing that come out of the retail mortgage market. And so on the retail mortgage market, you're seeing them price in all of their rate increases as well. And so you're seeing these rates that are anywhere from five and a half percent to six and a half. And we may even see seven and a half or eight. So we, we just don't know. And nobody has a crystal ball on that, of course, if the federal government really sees that inflation is continuing to, to just go running rampant, then we can assume that they are going to try, try to squash that with the federal rate increase. And right now you're seeing the, the fear in the market, the Fed's playing whack-a-mole with recessionary tactics, with growth tactics, and with trying to deflate the currency. And uh, there, there's a lot of waves there, right? There's a lot to unpack. Interest rate, spending, government spending, right? Stimulus money, free capital pretty much that we were living on. I did see some people that that were VA members and typically VA mortgage rates are typically the lowest. And I did see some VA members get like 1.5% interest rates for their mortgage, which is incredible, right? For that person and that mortgage, it's super low. But we were living on that kind of high life of free money and free loans because that's essentially, I mean, it's so low, that's almost free money. So when you saw people borrowing money at 1.5% and then inflation goes to eight, you're seeing that where it's easier to pay off that debt with that new inflated money. And so you, you just saw people wait riding that wave. So I'm not very not a very good economist in that. So people that want to explain that better, please write your comments down below or post us a link to a video that may explain that kind of debt load how it becomes easier to pay down with inflated money. I know there's a lot of great minds out there that know how to explain that really well. But anyway, in, in our market in real estate, you're seeing that kind of shift, right? The pendulum is swinging back the other way where now there is a lot more inventory on the market and you're seeing that inventory kind of stagnate. So we used to see four or five days on the market and it would just get gobbled up. Well, now we're seeing homes, if they're priced incorrectly, they're sitting 35, 40, 50 days. And we're really seeing the length of days on market shift and go long, which just tells you that the market is slowing down. It's uh, cooling off. And in my opinion, that's a great thing, right? We, could not, we couldn't run forever on a completely hot seller's market. It can only swing that far for so long before it actually slows down and then starts to swing swing back the other way. And right, you had forces pushing that interest rate hike, fear, things like that, that are pushing the pendulum back towards a buyer's market. So we'll have this pendulum swing back, of course, towards the buyer side. I don't know if we'll go truly towards a buyer's market, but it does feel that way right now where buyers can get some seller's concessions paid which we haven't seen for years, which is really cool. That makes it really easy for buyers to get their loan processed. And that would be a whole nother topic. And maybe we can bring on a lender to talk about that and why that is such a big deal and why that makes it so easy for buyers to get through that process. So anyway, I've given you tons of information about this entire frustrating pain point of uncertainty, right? So in the real estate market, we it does move slower than a lot of other markets, but it's still a market. It still moves relatively quickly in the idea of how many sellers are out there, how many buyers, and what the dynamic is between those. There's always going to be buyers and sellers, right? That's never going to go away. And so the market is still good and healthy because there are people that are buying and selling. Even if the market's going down, which we don't know, maybe it will go down, maybe it'll actually squeeze a little bit. 
And a lot of factors might come to play on that, like the Fed selling off some of their securities and things like that, which might deflate and push us into a further recession. We don't know. So the thing that that you really, really want to make sure you're focusing on is if you're a renter right now and you are looking to buy, it's still a great time. This is a great time to get a home. It's a great time to lock in your interest rate because maybe they'll go up two more percent. So there's a lot of factors there. It's hard for me to say a blanket statement like, hey, everybody should buy a house today because I'm a real estate agent and that's a self-serving uh, tactic. That's not how I operate. I mean, if, if it looks like it's a good deal and it's a great way to get you into a home, sure, we'll always pull the trigger. But there are times that that's not the case. And so I want everybody to take their ideas one by one, think about those, learn about it, do some research, and then try to gain that knowledge. Because once you have that knowledge, that's how you break the uncertainty that you do have and break down the fear that everybody has right now and we're we're seeing that right people are getting the knowledge out there we're talking about the rates we're talking about the market we're talking about buyers and sellers and we're helping people understand that it is still a great time to do whatever you were going to try to do with your real estate portfolio and we can still help you get the job done so anyway i know that i kind of rambled and went off on a tangent but it, it's hard to describe how many factors are in this pain point of uncertainty and fear because there are so many factors so i hope that i gave you a little bit of information about that it's still a great market for you to do something with your real estate portfolio if you're a first-time home buyer when the market comes of squeezes down this is when some of the government grants and things come out so you may get actually free money to get into your first house so it is a great time it's a great time to be alive i love this I love real estate anyway i'll see you guys next time sorry for rambling i hope that you've learned a little bit of knowledge so you that you can break down that uncertainty and fear and then uh break through and do something awesome all right we'll see you guys next time later well that's a wrap if you like this podcast, like, share, and comment down below. And if you want some free real estate information, check us out at fitnessrealty.com forward slash baller. Well, thanks for supporting us. I love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Later.